In this episode, we are diving into how much money you can actually make as a freelance social media manager. Welcome to JFTI with the two Lauras. This is the podcast where we talk business, marketing, and take you behind the scenes of our business. Um, So if you are a freelance social media manager, you're in the right place. And in today's episode, which is sponsored by our friends at Agora Pulse, we are talking all about money, how much you can make, how you can make it, all of that exciting stuff so you know how much money you can make as a freelance social media manager. Laura, I'm going to hang straight over to you so we can get straight into the good stuff. Okay, well, I just want to first start by saying... It doesn't really matter what anybody else is making. Yeah. Or charging. Yeah, exactly. We're all different, aren't we? Like some of us have got massive mortgages. Some of us have no mortgages. Some of us are um, the breadwinners. Some of us are not. Some of us are really motivated. (laughs) Some of us are not. And these things are all okay. The most important thing is that you know what you want to earn at this point in time, and obviously that can change, and you know how to get to that point. So I find this a really interesting topic because I know, and obviously we, we've we worked now with thousands and thousands of freelance social media managers, and we have seen the breadth in which people charge. And it has made me realise there is no right or wrong. There is no right amount to earn. Yeah, what we think is too low might not be too low for you. What you what you think is too low, we might think, whoa, that's actually quite a lot of money. Yeah, it's very... Mon- it, money's a funny thing, isn't it? People have different opinions on it. They pe- People put different values on their time and di- they have different opinions of how much things are worth to them. Yeah. And it depends where you live in the world as well, doesn't it? You know, somebody living in the middle of LA is probably paying... 10 times the amount for their rent as we're paying for our mortgage. Yeah. So therefore you're going to need to make more money. So, you know, it's a big topic, money. Yeah. And I find it really fascinating how people are so intrigued by how much people earn. And I think it's worth saying that I could probably, if I could be bothered, go and probably find people who offer social media marketing for £99 a month. I tell you what, I could I could find you people who charge less than that. They're in my Facebook feed advertising right now, and I don't really know how they manage to pay for their ads, but regardless. <laughs> and then I could probably find businesses that are charging probably hundreds of thousands of pounds for social media marketing, which just goes to show it it is just down to whatever you want to what you want to make. It's mm. it's there for you. Yeah. There's demand. There's businesses out there, um, and just to give you some context so I when I first started it was 188 pounds a month I used to make and I'm not ashamed to say it <laughs> it was bad. and how many clients did you have and was that, that was one, one client that was one client and I was charging them by the hour I was doing all the things that we stress not to do like I totally have walked the walk <laughs> that everybody else has walked <laughs> yeah 188 pounds a month is what I used to make and admittedly, you know, I had three children under five. I used to work one day a week, if that. Mm. So, you know, it was fine. And I bloody learned a lot, I tell you. <laughs> but then, you know, roll on a few years, I was comfortably making five, six thousand pounds a month, um, often more, depending on what I was doing. And with that, we have people in our membership who are earning comfortably earning earning ten thousand pounds a month. For me, 
five that five grand, six grand. Yes, it was nice, but boy, was I working hard and I was working every hour at Godsend, which is why I I then actually started to change how I was doing it. But the biggest lesson I learned is when I was earning low numbers, like under the say under 2K, all I was offering was social media management. And I was becoming a bit of a slave to the scheduler. I was becoming a bit bored. It was just like this content creation wheel that I was on. And so it was not long after that, I kind of sat down, thought about what I enjoyed, thought about what I enjoyed from my past kind of career, which was training and working kind of one-to-one with people. So I decided to change my business model to offer what we now call the offer triangle, which we can talk to you a little bit more about. But it meant that I had variety in my business. In in my working week, I had variety. I enjoyed my job so much more because I was offering loads of different services. And not only did it give me variety and therefore enjoyment in my business, it also gave me way better kind of um, financial security because I wasn't putting all of my eggs in one basket of just offering social media management. And as soon as I was able to kind of restructure what I was doing, realign how I was going to spend my time. And by this point, I had more availability. You know, the kids were a bit older, more childcare, all of that jazz. I was able to make a lot more money and not actually work that much harder at that point. So it's about how you structure your business and how what business kind of models you focus on. But Laura, do you want to explain a bit more about what we now call the offer triangle? Yes. So if you picture in your mind, literally a triangle, at the top of that triangle, you would have your long-term services. So that would be like your uh, social media management clients. It's your recurring revenue. It's that income that you know that you've got coming in every month. Um, And you might only have like a handful of those long-term um, social media management clients. Then there's two other points on that triangle. You've got a point that is one-to-one clients, and that would be people who you are literally, where you're working with one business and you're giving them one service, but only once, like what they pay you for what for it once. So for example, uh, a VIP day or an audit or a strategy or a power hour, there's one invoice, they pay you once, you do the job or you work with them or they have the consultancy, whatever it is, and then it's done. And then on the other side of the triangle is your group offers. And that would be where you're working with a group of different people. Um, So it might be that you are doing a workshop and you've got 10 different people from different businesses who are all paying you, or maybe it's a masterclass or it's a course. And basically you're delivering something to a group of people who are all separate. So you're invoicing them or they're all paying you separately. It's not a group of people within one business. That would be a one-to-one offer because it's one business that's paying you. But when you have this offer triangle and you're offering all of these different types of services or products, um, your revenue, as Laura said, is much more diverse because you're not relying just on two or three long-term social media management clients who are going to pay your bills. And then all of a sudden a pandemic hits and they all close shop or they decide actually we're taking this in-house and you lose your clients because you've got other revenue streams coming in and you know that you can go out and you can go and make an offer to your audience to let them know that you've got space for five power hours this month or whatever. So there's much less risk in your business and there's much more opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable business by using this model. So this is how Laura and I have both built our businesses by offering these different types of offers. If you are brand new to social media management, 
it doesn't matter. You can still have this on your radar to put in place in your business. It's just a case of what can I offer on a long-term basis? What can I offer as a one-to-one offer? And what can I do to a group of people? So it might be at the very basics when you're first getting started, your social media management clients, you might sell audits or strategies um, to a one-to-one. And then your group might be that you want to host a group masterclass or a group in-person workshop. So it can be really simple. And obviously it just means that you can increase that income. And like Laura said, her income went from, was it, did you say £188 a month? Yeah. So prior to changing the way I did it, I was probably up to about just under two grand a month. And then yeah. it was by changing the offer that my income massively grew. Yeah. And this is the same for a lot of people who are in the Inner Hub, our uh, membership for freelance social media managers. It's because they're diversifying how they're doing it and they're working on this off a triangle basis. That's how they can then increase their income. And when you're seeing ads in your newsfeed for people saying, oh, I'm a business coach and I can help social media managers make 10K a month. What they're going to try and tell you is how to diversify your income, which is exactly what we're sharing. So, you know, it's it's not a magic bullet, but it's a theory that works really, really well. And, you know, it, it can help you to really increase your, your revenue. It's not some secret that people are hiding. No. And I think the, the crux of it, with, when, you're, when you're a skilled social media marketer, when you really understand the trade, so to speak, there's actually a wealth of different ways that you can support businesses. You don't just have to offer social media management as an ongoing offer. Now, yes, it is a good, it's a great way to bring in income because it can be a generous amount of money. It can be continuous amounts of money. So it can offer you that kind of slight financial security. Obviously, it's never completely secure, but that you, enables you to then be able to go and, and do other things with the time you have available. So that there's, I think there's a lot to be said for doing social media management. Um, and I definitely think it's something not to be dismissed, but actually there are lots of people who get tired of social media management and either they completely scale yeah. back and only work with maybe one or two because, and they want to do more. They want to do, maybe do things which are a bit more fast paced or they might want to have digital products and or they might want to work just purely on a consultancy level. So they're less involved with the day to day tasks. They're just more there from a strategic perspective. There's people who just write strategies for people. There's people who do ghost writing for people on LinkedIn. Honestly, there is so much when you know social media it's really quite exciting the amount of things that you can offer and you know it's like what a time to be alive it's a it's a really yeah. exci- it's a really exciting time when you start to kind of venture away from just purely doing social media management and i actually think times have changed so much whereby even in like the even maybe 2 or 3 years ago a social media manager was somebody who would come and manage all of the social media platforms for a business like they'd be on all of them whereas now a social media manager could literally just be somebody as you said who ghostwrites for LinkedIn or maybe tells that client who to go and engage with or it might be somebody who manages the whole of Instagram but does no other platforms there's so many different ways you can be a social media manager these days and I think that's just amazing yeah you can just lean into the the parts of the job that you actually really love and develop a business around that and you know, how nice is that? You can probably sit and do it in your pyjamas and just do something that you really, really love. And I think, 
you know, we've all got different skill sets. We've all got different things we we enjoy. We we all have our different nuances and things that we want to bring to the table. And that's why you can never really compete with anybody because we're all just very different and very unique in what we're offering. And I think to kind of pull it back round, the answer is you can kind of earn whatever you want to earn. You can earn whatever yeah. is comfortable for you. And obviously, the more you earn the more potentially you need to bring in. So for example, if you're if you're doing 10K months, the chances are you've got people to help you. You've maybe got your bookkeeper, you've maybe got some a VA or you know some admin, administrative support. You may have people actually, you know, account managing for you some of your client work. So yes, their turnover might be 10K, but that actual take-home pay might not be any different for someone who's earning like three grand a month. So if you're comparing yourself to others, which I know lots of people tend to do, you don't just remember that you just don't know. Actually, they might need to earn X amount because they have that LA apartment with their massive rent. But equally, they might only need to earn a grand because that's all they need in their business or in their home at that point in time. And either way, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, I totally agree. I do think, though, it is worth saying that the more you earn, the more stress you can have on your shoulders. I remember the more that when I was before Laura and I joined forces and I was just working with my own clients, the more revenue I had coming in, it was because I had more clients who I was offering. At the time, I did a lot of one to one work. And so the more money I wanted to make, the more one to ones I had to deliver, for example. And it was just be like, oh, God, it's like a constant treadmill of these different people. And the stress of that was just like, is it worth it? So you do just have to ask yourself, you know, do I really need to make all of this much money because other people are saying that I need to when I'm feeling this stressed? And I think your time is just as important, if probably more important than the money that you're making. And so you just need to make sure that you are happy with the business that you're building in the way that you're building it. And if you're not, what can you take away for example, on your workload to either give to somebody else um, to outsource it or like to stop offering. You don't have to keep offering the same services all the time. Is there something you could offer instead that is maybe less stressful, takes less time or that you charge more for? And, you know, one of the quickest ways to make more money is to charge more. Uh, Often a lot of people will come to us and say, you know, I need to make more money in my business. So I need more clients maybe you don't need more clients. Maybe you just need to put your fees up. Maybe you just need to offer something to existing clients that you've got so you can make more money that way. And I think often if I look back now, I I could have worked with less people and charged more money Mm. and been less stressed. Totally. Okay. So I hope that gives some people some reassurance that they're earning an okay amount or maybe motivates (laughs) you if you're starting out and you're kind of really keen to be a high flyer. Obviously, we're always open to continue these conversations and you can join us in our free Facebook group, the Social Media Managers Hub, which has got about 7,000 freelance social media managers in. So there's always lots of opinions and advice and it's a great place to hang out. So come and join us in there. Yeah, we'll pop the link for that in the show notes and we'll see you same time, same place next week. Tara Rapip. Au revoir.